Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Come on in. Make yourself comfortable. I am so glad that you took the time to join me today on Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. I have a story. It's not my story. This is a story called Who Moved My Cheese? And it is written by Spencer Johnson, M.D. Now, this book, this story, I read a long time ago. And, you know, I I just found the book again. I'm doing some major cleaning. You know, uh, my children have grown. And so I thought it was just time to change the atmosphere, get rid of all the old outgrown stuff and make room for other things. I might be getting ahead of myself because when I looked through the book, I said this would be a great summer read for my son. Well, then I thought maybe it's too much for him. Oh, isn't that, you know, isn't it funny how negative thoughts kind of just filter their way in and I thought no you know what I'm going to read this story to him as a 10 year old to see what he will get out of it you know I'm not asking him to you know write a thesis or anything like that but I think the book Who Moved My Cheese has some pretty good messages from a mindfulness point of view And so that's what I would like to spend some time with you to discuss this book, Who Moved My Cheese? by Spencer Johnson, MD, from a mindfulness perspective. Before I go any farther, thank you, Web Talk Radio, for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing podcast to my listeners. And thank you, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing podcast available to my listeners everywhere they go. Now, let's not get too nervous about change. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Well, you know, I think we're going to kind of take this not too slow, but I'm going to break our discussion up into a couple of sessions, if you don't mind. If you haven't heard of this book, I... I really encourage you and invite you to go to uh, any bookstore and check it out. It's a very small book, um, very, very easy to read. Uh, You might think that it's uh, kind of a simple book, has some pictures of cheeses in it. And, uh, you know, that kind of is kind of interesting. But the writing on the cheese is the thing that has some strong uh, messages, you know, in leadership and management, uh, that's that is how I read the book from a perspective the first time, and um, 
It was outstanding. It was great. And so now, as I read this book from a mindfulness perspective, it has a whole new meaning. Have you ever done that? Read a book and you're working on one perspective and then you reread the book from another perspective and it's like a whole new world. That's what I would like to share. I would like to share that world with you. Well, without giving away all the details, because it's just so much, there's this group, you know, and they just decided to get together. They all went to school together and they were talking about, you know, just how tough it is for them. And one person just kind of highlights that, you know, things were changing and then they almost lost their business. But they found this story about these characters and it really saved his 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 business and his point of view. The story is about these characters and two of the characters are mice and the other two characters are little teeny tiny people. And the mice and the tiny people run through this maze to find cheese. Now, the mice operate out of instinct. The people operate out of beliefs and values and uh, the ability to think complexly. So the maze is part of the character in the story, this, this maze. And the cheese is also a character. So each day, the characters, the mice, the two mice, and the two little people get up and they go into the maze to find this cheese. The mice are sniffing around and scurrying around and they find the cheese and they use their, their instinct, you know, their, their ability to, to smell and their ability to, uh, you know, if they just go, if they go down the wrong path, uh, they t- turn around and they go down the next path. And that was it until they found the cheese. The little people would go down the path and they would try to use reasoning and values and, and, you know, they would go down the wrong path, but then they would eventually find the cheese. So the story continues, and this cheese is in the same spot for a little while. And the little people would start their day routinely and get up and go get the cheese. The mice, little mice, would do the same thing. Except one day, the cheese is not there. The mice get up. They start their day like usual. The the cheese is not there. Hmm. And so, through instinct, they go and find a different place of, you know, what happened to the cheese? Who moved my cheese? The little people, they get up as usual and they go to the place where the cheese is supposed to be. But it's not there. Now, the interesting about thing about this story is 
the mice discover the cheese is not there, so they move on. The people, on the other hand, discover the cheese is not there, and here is where the story gets interesting. They keep going to the same spot each day, and they grumble about why this cheese isn't there. And, you know, what happened to the cheese? Well, the cheese should come pretty soon. And the highlighting behavior is, is they're not convinced that they should move. The cheese has moved, but they are doing the same thing. Now, that's the first part of this story that I would like to share with you. And some of the the uh, um, behaviors that filters in with the little people is they become frustrated, they become angry, they become doubtful, they become fearful, and they become stuck. Just like being on a merry-go-round. Have you been to a playground? You know, you see the, these uh, merry-go-rounds that the children have to push, and then they go round and round and round and round and round and round, 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 and then it slows down. And then they push it again, and it goes round, 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 round. Well, these these little people, it just seems like they're on this merry-go-round, and they're looking for something to change. Yet, they continue to do the same behavior. The mice, on the other hand, same opportunity as far as the cheese has moved, but the mice decide to do something different. If the cheese moved, then, well, let's go find another piece of cheese. They don't have to, or they are not, letting feelings and values and traditions prevent them from looking for a new piece of cheese. And I think that is something when we talk about transition, you know, I part of my program is called transition awareness. And that transition is what this book is to me from a mindfulness perspective, what it's pointing at. Part of mindfulness is becoming aware of change and at the same time being aware of how we are responding to that change and as I read the book Who Moved My Cheese and I analyze and and evaluate the little people in the book the awareness of how they're responding to the change is missing at least towards the beginning and so when we practice mindfulness we realize that change occurs constantly and when we can adapt to change and we monitor how our body's responding to change It helps us problem solve. It stimulates 
creativity and it decreases any anxieties or fears. It doesn't mean that we're in denial of our feelings or that we may not like change. On the contrary, I think it's acknowledging the change and being ready for the change and checking and anticipating the change so that we can respond so that the change doesn't take over. Instead, we are flexible in helping ourselves adapt to change and still allow that to complement our values, to complement our beliefs, so that it is a positive change. If, if beliefs and values, if they, if they metamorphosize into some negative uh, monster and it hurts or it causes pain, then I think it's kind of time to evaluate what is going on here. Is it, is it the, the beliefs, is it the values, or is it us and how we're responding to change? And so taking a breath and blowing it out and realizing if things have changed and the cheese is not there, that we have to move. And making the move for the positive making the move for the better. And what we may find are new discoveries, new discoveries where we can update our values so that those values can be adapting to future. You know, I often wonder if we look at different technologies, um, the telephone, for example. Now, why aren't we using those same old telephones? You know, the ones that were on the walls and you had to hold the, the, the talking part in one hand and the hearing part in the other hand. You know, if, if we were so, as, as a society, if we were so stuck and not changing, wouldn't we still be using that type of device? No, because what happens is that we take the concept of communication and we make it mobile and we make it flexible to fit our lifestyle, to fit our needs, to fit our beliefs. And it's a positive thing that we're using the technology. And now, you know, we're on these mobile devices. Is this the end? I don't think so. I think this is just the beginning. Let's realize the first step is even though we may be comfortable right now, just like the little people in the Who Moved My Cheese, they were comfortable, but the cheese was moved. Are you ready to make a move? Are you ready to take your 
devices and imagine that something else can even even emerge up even even better up a, a more sophisticated means of, of communication or or whatever technology or whatever um, profession imagine imagine looking at it from a perspective that is has to change because the change is constant and when we hang on and we're so determined that we're going to stay just like we are and nothing's going to change because these are the good old days but just realize these are old days because if we are blessed with another day then we are facing the future and the future should move us forward not backwards well I look forward to talking to you next time on the second half of this book Who Moved My Cheese and to find out what writing is on the wall or what writing is on the cheese thank you for joining me and I look forward to talking to you again next time have a great day be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's available now at Amazon.com.